Yeah, I'd, um, I feel like I'm swimming slower um, and sort of easier. Um, and then, yeah, when I'm getting to the to the wall and touching and I'm seeing stuff in the 120s, low 120s, I'm like, oh, I don't know where that's come from. And Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer, and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. Uh, my guest today is Ben Kent, and uh, I want to get Ben on the podcast because uh, you've recently had some really big improvements in your swimming. And I like to get people who have gone through some of our stuff and made improvements just to show that it's possible and that uh, with the right focus and uh, know-how, know you can really make some changes to your, to your times by improving your techniques. So welcome to the podcast, Ben. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for having us. What's um so, so tell me a bit about your background. Like what's um you're doing triathlon? Um how long have you been doing that for and, and what's your swimming background as well? Yeah, so um basically been doing triathlon for about two and a half years. Um I broke my legs um probably five years ago um in a dirt bike accident and um <laughs> it was sort of like when I was going through the rehab, everyone was like, Oh, you won't be able to won't be able to run or do anything like that. So it was just one of those things that I sort of put me put me mind to and did it. So um but as far as as far as swimming, like just swam as a kid. Um nothing sort of yeah, nothing too anything. Um and then uh went well once I broke my legs and had to get in the pool, that was the only thing I could do there for a while. So just started swimming and, and all took off from there. So and so did you start doing um, triathlon because you broke your legs and you were just like stuff and I'm going to show you or is it more just it's just something that eventuated from um, wanting to get fit and get back into being active yeah a bit of bit of both um when everyone was sort of saying I wouldn't be able to do anything like that or yeah so it was like yeah stuff you are I'm going to do it um and then when I got all the plates out of my leg um I signed up for a off-road triathlon um, just for something to focus on like while I was rehabbing and, and not getting too out of shape. So, um, yeah, ended up, ended up doing that. So, and then just, and, uh, there. yeah, that's awesome. I, I like that sort of attitude, you know, just to show people that can, can be done. And you, um, when you sent me a message on Instagram, like you said that, uh, your pace was around 145, 150 had been there like per hundred. It had been there for a while. And then you started going through the, the catch challenge and through some of those, those drills and exercises. And you sent me a screenshot of your, your Garmin watch. And I think it was maybe 136, the first one. And then the final one you sent me was 124 is like a hundred, your fastest hundred. Um, so what's, um, what, what changed in that time? What did you adjust with your stroke to see those improvements? Yeah, well, um, yeah, the um, obviously signed up for the five day catch challenge. hadn't really been in the pool for um, two or three months over winter, and thought, oh, um, now's as good a time as any to to sort of give it a try and try to change change the stroke. So um, signed up for that, and um, yeah, the, the probably the biggest uh, eye opener was the the wrist wrist entry. Um, like sort of yeah, I was trying to outreach and and try to reach as far as I could outside the water and then pull all the way back and yeah, the very first sort of drill putting the putting the hands in under the kickboard, I was like, oh, this sort of makes a lot more sense. So <laughs> yeah, so and then um yeah, I went from uh, 
previous PB was a 137. That was back in 2019 when I was swimming all the time, training for a 70.3. Um, and just the other day, I ended up doing a, a 120. So, um, Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it's all, it's all happened pretty quick. So <laughs> That's awesome. And, and and with the entry, so when you were overreaching above the water and probably landing with your elbow first, I imagine, was that something that you just thought you should do or you heard from a coach or someone? Like where did where did that come from? Had you had any instruction before this? No, there was no no instruction. And basically, yeah, like when I first got back in the pool for, for rehab, it was just swim, just hop in the pool and and swim as, as far as far and as fast as I could. So <laughs> um, basically did that for, for two and a half years. Um, and then it's only been in the last like, two or well, couple of weeks really that I'm sort of concentrating on technique. And what's, um, what does it feel like for you now? So that 120 compared to say the 136 two years ago, how does, how does it feel when you're swimming? What's the difference? Yeah. I, um, I feel like I'm swimming slower, um, and sort of easier. Um, and then, yeah, when I'm getting to the, to the wall and touching and I'm seeing stuff in the one twenties, low one twenties, I'm like, oh, I don't know where that's come from. And previously it would have been the Garmin skipping out of 25 meter, um, length and I could get those fines, <laughs> but now I'm doing it, doing the whole thing. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. I do find that often people feel like they're going slower because they're more relaxed, they're more composed, but when you're in that frame of mind and when you are in that way you tend to just move so much better and you tend to hold the water so much better than when it's really panicked and rushed and that sort of thing and it sounds like if you were overreaching above the water that's possibly what was happening like you're just spinning the wheels a, a lot um before Do you, does it feel like your, your catch has changed at all um and have you done any drills to to work on that or is it just all a matter of changing the entry that's really made a difference for you uh, no, nah, like the um, I've done the rest of the drills on the five days, and um, yeah, like sort of when my arms were going in the water, they were sort of facing up and not down, and um, like bending the elbow first, and all that kind of stuff was um, yeah, like and obviously with the drills that you get us to do, um, doing it the bad way and the good way, and um, like sort of yeah, now the mental cues of where they should be and what they feel like if I'm doing them wrong. So so you feel like you're a bit more aware of when when it's right and when it's when it's wrong. And, and do you feel that way because of the like those contrast drills in the, the catch challenge or just because you know what you need to be doing now? Yeah, no, more more the contrast drills. Like yeah, I sort of if previously probably yeah knew what to do or what I should be doing and um, yeah, didn't know what that felt like. Um, and yeah, now I sort of know what, what shouldn't, shouldn't be feeling like through the water. So, yeah, that's good because it's, and for those listening, one of the contrast drills that we have people do is just like a front kick drill where you face down with both arms in front and you have your, um, one is just have your hands up, um, like high. So the fingers are up sort of near the surface and you're putting the brakes on and then one where you're in the right position, which is about underarm depth. And it's, yeah, they just develops that awareness around knowing whether you're in the right position or not, because very few people are going to have a coach looking at them every session. Yeah. Most, most swimmers are training on their own uh, and I'm, and I'm the same. So you just don't get that feedback. And the only feedback you can really have is that, that awareness or that proprioception of um, 
what yeah what you're doing in the pool and and you need to know whether or not that's the um the right thing and what um what uh does it feel like when you go to the pool now so are you a bit are you more motivated to go to the pool when you're seeing these improvements yeah definitely um sort of while I'm at work it's yeah I, I work 12 hour shifts and I'm just like yeah I can't wait to get to the pool after work um and on my days off it's yeah previously it was sort of uh, yeah I've got to swim now I'll, I'll get there but now it's like yeah straight up straight straight to the pool and just want to um yeah want to keep seeing these improvements so yeah that's yeah it's, that's great to hear it's uh like like in anything I think whenever you see that improvement and you know you know what's what's possible you start to get that bit of belief that bit of hope that's yeah I can really make a difference here and that's what's motivating and that's what's uh, inspiring and what's uh what have you got coming up is is, is Busso going ahead and uh yeah is there anything on the calendar for you race wise yeah um we've got a Bunbury OD coming up in in a couple of weeks um that got cancelled back in February so um they moved it to october so got that um busso yeah it is going ahead at this stage um i haven't signed up yet um trying to get it past the wife so um and then where oh my father father-in-law and sister we're going to team up and and do the rotto swim so um which has also been good getting them down the pool and being able to sort of explain to them what they're doing wrong as well so Oh, that's really cool. Have you done that before? Have you done No, that? I haven't done it before. So um, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, I did it a couple of years back and yeah, awesome swimming, especially it's, it's a real, it's a real uh, community thing in, in WA, isn't it? Like it's just, everyone knows about it. Heaps of people have, have done it as a solo duo or like trio, even like, you know, team of four. And uh, yeah, just a really cool event. And uh, I don't think we're going to be able to get over there this year. I've got some, um, some friends and some swimmers that want to go over there and do it, but yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, certainly for the, the WA contingent, it's going to be, um, yeah, another, another good event. Cause they did, they did run it early this year, didn't they? they did yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. They did it. So um, yeah, just trying to, trying to get an entry to that. I think it's sold out in, in 10 minutes this year. So, or yeah, last right. year, so hopefully, hopefully we get an entry to it. Yeah. And that opens soon, doesn't it? It's like, october or november or something yeah 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 fantastic well um yeah ben thanks very much for, for being on the, the podcast and uh looking forward to seeing what happens with your times over the next few months and just seeing that improvement because uh it's still early days which is exciting and there's so much more improvement available and it doesn't doesn't mean it's always just going to continue to drop like that because that's a pretty significant <laughs> improvement um yeah. and you might might go on that you know, roller coaster of uh, maybe the times regress a little bit, but then you'll continue to improve and so on. But uh, yeah, that's that's unreal, and I uh, appreciate you sharing uh, your improvement on the on the podcast. Yeah, no, thanks for thanks for having us, and yeah, hopefully someone can get some now of this and sign up and get their times coming down. So yeah, awesome, thanks, and uh, yeah, all the best for the uh, the Bunbury try. Yeah, thanks, mate. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. If you'd like us to help you become a faster, more efficient swimmer, go to www.effortlessswimming.com.